quick programming note, this podcast was recorded about 10 days ago. Uh, we went ahead and saved it because we had so much news last week and Comic-Con was messing things up this week. So this is a little bit older content, but I think still interesting. We'll be back to usual next week. Welcome back to Marvel News Desk, your best place to keep up with all the latest news, reviews, and speculation concerning Marvel films and TV shows. We have our usual panel right now. We've got Adam, we've got Rhiannon, we've got Caleb, and uh, I have my computer back, so hopefully we'll go back to our normal production schedule. It's all Caleb's fault. I need like a week to emotionally prepare to edit the podcast. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. It was kind of a good deal. So my R button like just started sticking randomly and then I would get random R's like in the middle of text that I didn't type. <laughs> and I was I was surviving it okay until my command key started sticking too. So like on the podcast command R is like start new recording. Oh. So I was literally editing our podcast and in the middle of it it was like command r and it started recording over what we had already done oh my god and i was like all right genius bar here i come we gotta get this thing fixed (laughs) so it's a pretty good deal it wasn't that expensive a repair and they uh it's got like a new keyboard and a new trackpad and i think there's a new battery in it so I got quite a bit of a new computer for not as much money as a new computer, so I'm pretty yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, like, dude, I'll pay for your computer to be repaired for me not to have to edit the podcast. So our first bit of news today is uh, a sad one and a weird one, and one I think we need to, like, unpack a couple different ways. Um, let's start with this. Earlier in the week, I think it was Daniel Richtman or one of those scooper-type guys had posted on Twitter that they had heard that Kevin Feige was super interested in doing Ghost Rider at the film level. And people believed or did not believe that with the usual amount of belief or disbelief we have whenever we hear this from someone who is a scooper of some kind. That's no reflection on Daniel. He does a fine job. Just, you know, anymore, it's kind of hard to know what to to believe and not believe. Uh, And then two days later, surprise, surprise, Deadline announces... That Hulu has canned Ghost Rider and Ghost Rider is not happening. Uh, there's a couple of parts of this I want to pull apart, but I guess just first reactions. You guys disappointed that we're not going to see Ghost Rider? Super disappointed. Incredibly disappointed. Um, not furious. Um, a little upset, I would guess. Uh, yeah, that's that's initial face reactions, I guess. Wait, you guys actually thought that was happening? You di- Okay, honestly, you didn't think this show was going to happen, Rhiannon? I mean, what is the difference between Marvel TV and Sony these days? I mean, Black Cat, Most Wanted, whatever else it was Sony was going to do, uh... I mean, most wanted the whatever unnamed Jessica Jones thing that Jones-esque thing on ABC, the uh, this. I don't know. I feel like we've heard so many. We've had so many officially announced Marvel television shows that have not come to be. And I think this one 
I truly think if this one was happening, they would have been on the New York Comic Con schedule. And it just, it wasn't coming. We've been talking about it. Like, it's just not coming. It's not coming. They're not even doing the little non-event stuff like they did for Cloak and Dagger. I don't know what's going on, but I just never thought it was actually happening. So what, what officially announced shows haven't we got? Was, was Most Wanted an actual announcement or was that a, a trade report? They filmed a pilot. It was a pilot. Right. Was, was that actually, did that actually make the, the press release um, rounds and stuff? Uh, I like don't was... remember exactly, but you can't secretly film a pilot. Like people know what's oh, on they the did pilot with, schedule. They did with New Warriors. Oh yeah, that's well, the other one. Secret in that no one saw it, but we all knew it was happening. Yeah. I mean, most wanted. They. It was official. I, I thought it was official. Official. When they wrote them off the show, because it was never like, oh, it's a big mystery why they're leaving the show. It was like, no, they're leaving the show because. And all of a sudden, I'm turning into a Jeff Loeb apologist, and I don't know why. Um, but at least in at least in his case, it's not entirely under his control. I mean, Sony sets their own damn schedule, right? And they still can't manage to get crap out the window. Oh no! I, yeah, I am um, not saying that that it's equals. Right. I'm just saying, like, dude, how many shows have we heard about and then never seen at this point? Yeah, I mean, so there's a couple things. Damage Control, I think, had a put order done. Yeah. Um, and that never happened. And then it was a very similar situation with New Warriors. Um, I'm looking at the history. THR is the one who announced the uh, the pilot for um, Marvel's Most Wanted. And I did not remember this, but apparently Jeff Loeb at a San Diego Comic-Con panel in 2011 announced a mockingbird show on abc family sure that was shelved and then turned into most wanted down the road well and similarly we also got official trade reports on hellfire club i don't know if you guys remember that when they started doing the gifted and legion they also were talking about doing a hellfire club show on fox we need to talk about the feige angle do you think it is honestly related or unrelated that we heard rumors totally of Feige and then, okay, totally related, Adam? Totally related. There's no way. Uh, uh, I don't know. I firmly believe this wasn't a uh, creative differences as they let on. Yeah. I... So we're suddenly going to say Hulu is super restrictive or like that they didn't know this show what? was violent yeah i mean it's kind of hard to say we had creative differences it's a character that's already been on tv for eight episodes you know like right it does it doesn't make any sense i think the bigger point on this is there's no reason for Loeb to pull this like we talked a little bit in our slack chat they were building up that they were doing this adventures into terror what what was even the stupid title they'd done it on this Adventures into fear. That's it. Adventure and, into fear. And that they were like, you know, they were building it and it was like, we're doing Hellstrom, we're doing Ghost Rider. And then we've got a couple other characters that we're already got in the works. And it felt like a suite of shows that was being done. Ghost Rider was obviously the big name. 
I mean, with all due respect to Hellstrom, I don't think most non-comic people have any idea who that is. There's just no way that this was the plan. Like, you don't start a whole series of horror shows built around Ghost Rider and then just kind of go, eh, you know, we couldn't get the Ghost Rider show together, whatever. To me, this was a big piece of what they were trying to do overall. I don't, I don't, I guess this is the optimist in me too. I, I know one of the reports did say it's unclear if they would shop this around. Um, but then again, I, I, I'm pretty sure Jeff said it's something ABC didn't want to do. And then there's, there's other questions did. I mean, was it actually creative differences? Cause the, there's one trade that seemingly suggests Steve Lightfoot was showrunning Ghost Rider. Um, so maybe they swapped out showrunners at some point and that was the cause of the downfall. Um, I don't know. It's, it's just weird. It's as, um, someone who is admittedly a pretty big Damien Hellstrom fan, uh, I'm certainly worried cause hell if Ghost Rider can't, uh, hold it his own show, I'm not sure Damien and Satana can, you know, um, and it, in the initial batch of, what was it, trademarking registrations, right? There was Ghost Rider, there was Hellstrom, there was Glyph, and there was Spirits of Vengeance. Um, so just judging by that, that means we're down to Hellstrom and Glyph and Spirits of Vengeance, right? Um, so I don't know. Caleb, you suggested man thing, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I think it would just fit and it'd be a character I could see being available. Right. And that opens, then we're getting to a whole other part. I mean, what, what, what characters can they still have? You know, blades, not available. Moon Knight's not available. The same people that mentioned ghost rider wasn't available. Also said Dracula and werewolf by night are now studios properties or, or, or plays on Marvel studios. Um, so I don't know, you know, Ghost Rider was kind of the, uh, I don't want to say last saving grace by any means, but it is, it is very disheartening, um, to see this go on. I mean, what, certainly Marvel television is not going to be doing X-Men stuff before Feige, right? No, I wouldn't think so. Even if it was, I mean, they can't, you know, like the Gift and Legion are both done, so I, I don't know, man. It is interesting. I just noticed going through old news here to make sure we had some content here. Even seven days ago, Gabriel Luna was sharing like concept art and sketches that were being done by the production team for the show with hashtag Marvel, hashtag Hulu, or at Marvel, at Hulu, hashtag Ghost Rider. So it spoiled itself in seven days because he was pumped and excited about it last Wednesday. Right. Um, I mean, it's something like this. If... If trades reported it this afternoon, it's probably something that happened this morning, right? If not this afternoon. Rhiannon, I think what's interesting, let's put on our daredevil hats for a minute. There has been, we've talked a lot on this show about how Loeb and Marvel TV and Feige and Marvel Studios work, how they interact, how characters work. There was one report, I don't know, six months ago, a year ago, that suggested they were treated like separate companies and that there was horse trading and that, like, if Feige wanted Daredevil, he would have had to make a swap or, a you know, like a, an official trade with Loeb to get him back. 
if this thing went down the way it looks like it went down, which is Loeb was going full stream ahead on a TV show, and then Kevin Feige goes, no, we want Ghost Rider, and that would be brand confusion, and they immediately shut down the Hulu show, it suggests to me that Feige controls whatever he wants whenever he wants, and that he can just walk over and pluck Daredevil or Inhumans or whatever right out of Loeb's hand whenever he feels like it, and Loeb just has to deal with it. Is that overreading the situation, or is that kind of how you feel going forward? I have no idea. I don't want to feel it. Um, I still think there are a lot of characters that would do better as TV shows. But that doesn't mean Feige wouldn't do a great job with them as movies. Or as, you know, now you have the, the Disney Plus TV shows. So these characters that take longer to understand can be in that world and be fleshed out and have longer arcs. I don't want to think that, though. I mean, I want Jeff to still... I don't want it to just be that TV is the wasteland for whatever Feige doesn't want. Feige has so much to play with. He has... He can... Like you were saying, he can be exploring mutants. The Fantastic Four. Going into Doctor Doom and all of that. Why would he be plucking Ghost Rider out of television? When he has all of that. Unless, like, it's something in Doctor Strange. Unless, you know, um, Derrickson is, you know, just really digging into Doctor Strange. And what the perfect thing that would make this all work is if Ghost Rider showed up. You know, and, and, and that's it. But I don't see why that would even be... I don't know. At this point, I feel like we know so little about the television side. And it's it's ticking me off. How has not a single journalist or, or a press junketeer or someone point blank asked Jeff Loeb the deal about character rights? Right? Isn't that a, isn't that a question that, that should be answerable? Like, what happens if someone wants to do wanted to do a blade tv series does he field the pitches then check with marvel studios legal on if that character is available or or is there a weekly character pool email that's sent out or or what the deal is? i mean what how do they know what they can and can't do it just seems like it's an impossible work environment i'd guess i mean how do you create stuff if you don't know which characters you can use to create with. Yeah. To me, the big takeaway here is first of all, that it doesn't seem like Marvel wants overlap. Like it has not bothered DC to have a movie flash and a TV flash and for them to be in separate universes and people can get that. This seems to suggest that things are only going to be developed in Marvel at one place or the other. You know, like, even to the point I thought it might be a deal where we'd get the Gabriel Luna TV show, and then we'd get Johnny Blaze showing up in the movies. But what we're seeing indicates, if we're guessing right, and we aren't guessing a lot, but if we're guessing right, this indicates they don't want to do that, which is interesting for Marvel. But it also means that all those people that told us that they had to horse trade this stuff, that, like, Kevin Feige, if he really wanted Daredevil, would have to, like hand over to Loeb 
Spider Woman or something. I don't know. You know, like we heard this that they'd have to make these trades. At the time, I said that's baloney, and now I think it's really baloney. There is no way that the five billion, six billion dollar a year dog is going to get wagged by a freeformer Hulu tail. Like it's not going to happen, and. Hulu has got to suck it up because they're owned by Disney and so is Marvel TV and Disney is going to let Kevin Feige do whatever the heck he wants. I just have a hard time seeing the situation as telling us anything else other than that. So if it goes forward and in three years we still haven't seen any sign of Ghost Rider in the movies, will it feel like a waste? Would you, um, would you still feel the same way? Or would we look back on this and be like, probably was just creative differences uh i think that'll all depend on how good or bad hellstrom is assuming that still happened i mean that's so far along i think it has to happen whatever i mean most wanted was canceled after they filmed the pilot yeah that's true i think if hellstrom's incredible people will fuss about this but my Inhumans experience suggests to me that anytime Marvel Studios stops TV from making something, I'm happy. <laughs> but, and that's the other thing, you know, we know Hellstrom's getting ready to film and we hadn't heard much, if anything, about Ghost Rider. They were casting some stuff, um, some roles, I guess, which seemed to be a supporting, very, very minute supporting cast, I guess. They were interviewing VFX people. Yeah, bring that bring that tweet in here. I mean, that's the last piece I think we have to talk about, Rian. And you found this very interesting tweet on the yeah, internet. Yeah, I mean, I just I follow this mystery VFX account, um, visual effects account, and he just had like an interesting tweet, you know, quoting the article, or you know, he posted the article. And after every VFX facility in town ate massive overtime doing flaming head tests for free. So, I mean, I followed this guy for a really long time, and he doesn't say a whole lot, but he does just occasionally throw out stuff like that, that I think it's interesting that they probably, that they were going around doing a whole lot of VFX testing. And that's what, maybe Creative Differences was Loeb going in and saying, we need a bigger budget, and Hulu saying, we don't have it. Yeah, it's it's all very interesting. It's it's not even so interesting from the story. It's just like what the story means and how all this stuff is happening, developing. So. I would laugh so much if it's the uh, if Hulu was like, you know what? Why don't you just have him get his powers taken away in like the oh second episode? And Jeff's just like, no, we're not doing that again. We're not going through. We that have an crap. idea. He's going around trying to find his flaming head. Then we don't have to pay for oh, flaming that heads. That would have been exhausting. If that's the case, you know, okay, I'm I'm totally on board with this. That's good. Fine. As long as we don't have to go go through that. So while uh, this is being stalled over at Marvel TV, over on the Marvel Studios side, uh, we hear that they are actively searching out a unknown actress to be Miss Marvel. And then the word on the street is that production will start next fall, like as much as just 12 months, or as little as 12 months from now on that TV show. Um, I guess the big story here is we think that's a show that was supposed to come out in 2022. And as much as we had 2021 
shared with us at the at the San Diego Comic Con panel from our uh, Disney Plus and it didn't include this, and now they're already casting and talking about filming in 2020. Uh, I mean, it. I guess the question here is, are you surprised at how fast they're moving on a lot of this stuff? I'm currently looking at these these casting um, announcements or reports as like an internal job hiring um, in the sense that I'm pretty sure Marvel already knows who they want for the majority of these roles and they're just doing these casting things just because. Um, I mean, I don't know who the hell they'd have to answer to. Um, but I mean, if Marvel wants someone, they're going to go after them, right? Isn't that that why they uh, delayed the production of Strange? Um, you know, Haley Steinfeld's one of the the top, um, you know, skyrocketing actors of Hollywood. Um, I mean, it would, and then the the flip side of the coin, right, is a lot of people would uh, casting this early would seem to suggest they're going to appear elsewhere. Um, but where would Miss Marvel appear before her own TV show, I guess? Or maybe they really want to groom a young actress if they're looking for unknowns. Maybe they really want to groom a young actress. I mean, that gives them enough time. Yeah, throw her in an earlier show, or Disney could even put her in a completely other... You know, like, that's enough time if they're not planning to have this until 2022... That's enough time to, okay, Disney has this mini-series that they need a young woman in. They could throw her in that and see, you know, how she does or something like that. I don't, I mean, who knows in this new world? What's really weird about it to me, though, is this is a character in the comics. I don't know for sure, but I mean... She's still in high school, so she's like 16, 17 in all of her existence in the comics. Yeah. That kind of thing creates problems on film and TV productions because actors like age at normal rates. And it's always weird when we have like a 27 year old trying to play a 17 year old. And so I would think it would be to their disadvantage to cast someone who's currently 14 or 15, you know, like it would seem like you'd want to cast them as close to filming as you could so that you don't get behind the aging eight ball, so to speak. We had two or three of these shows that they told us about and then nothing happened. There was no production. There was no casting. Like we knew there was a Loki show and we knew there was a Falcon winter soldier show. and We heard nothing about it. And then now as they're starting to do those shows, all these other shows behind them are piling up and, they're casting those as well. Like the freneticness of this is, is striking and it seems to suggest they're producing a lot of stuff. There's been some Loki news. Like, I mean, I feel like that's been confirmed that he's filming next year. And, uh, he was on the late show this past week, maybe the week before. Um, and he confirmed that we will find out what Loki did with the Tesseract and if he's really dead. Yeah, I guess, when did we first hear about a Loki show, though? I mean, it was 12, 18 yeah. months ago, wasn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, it's just weird to me. They announce, 
They announce a Loki show, and it takes them two years to film it. They announce them as Marvel show, and it looks like 15 months later they're going to start, you know, re- you know, film having cameras go. So, uh, Bob Iger has a biography out, which. <laughs> How does Bob Iger have time to write a biography? Ghost he writers. talked to a guy at a coffee shop. Instead yeah. of <laughs> instead of ghost writer, we have ghost writers. And so Iger very explicitly said that Perlmutter and some of the Marvel crew were holding back Black Panther and Captain Marvel until he came in. Of course, he's the hero of the story. <laughs> Him and Disney came right. in. And force them to actually greenlight it and get it moving. Um, I guess I'm just surprised that he's talking this publicly about the way they kicked Perlmutter to the film curb. Uh, did you guys find these comments uh, surprising that they were just made so publicly? Yeah. Yeah, I do. That seems, you know, I look at these big CEOs. Um yeah, I've talked about Feige a lot as a politician. Like, they're usually very careful what they say in making the whole company look good or bad. So, yeah, that is kind of shocking. I mean, I guess I don't expect um, a Kevin Feige level of secrecy to um, uh, to Bob Iger. I mean, that's part of the brand, right? Yeah, you need him to be candid and... Um personable it's uh it's what all the cool brands do on twitter these days so maybe maybe it's part of that what does ike do anymore besides ruin universes i mean what's his i think he plays golf at mar-a-lago a lot maybe he cancels <laughs> marvel television shows right how is that not a conspiracy ike probably found out that there was a, a show about to film in mexico and said no we're not we're not doing that. Can we, we talk about, like, there's a million articles out there over the past few weeks about rumor Daredevil being revived on FX. And all of these have these, like, obscure sources say, and, like, none of them, like, have a legit source. You guys, did I start that rumor? Probably. <laughs> or You are just generally the same Daredevil movement. I think, like, sometimes I do think this gets into, like, the air where, like, a bunch of Save Daredevil people go, it'd be really great if they brought it onto FX. And then eventually somebody goes, oh, I think I heard they're bringing it to FX. And then they repeat that to six yeah. people. And then some clickbait site goes, oh, I, there's rumors going around. It's going to yeah, FX. Yeah, but it's the Save Daredevil folks that were like, where the crap did this Daredevil, did this rumor get started? This is bonkers. It's not legit. And Reddit. I'm like, did I start it? So anyways, back to that. We can start the Iger cancels Marvel television shows rumor. Ike Perlmutter, yeah. Source told me. I heard it. I was hanging out in Manhattan. To me, it also reconfirms, like we've talked about Disney just generally trying to move towards being a little more inclusive and being more diverse and being more representative in their film casting. And so I just feel like this is Bob Iger, like, painting himself as the king of that social movement. You know, like, yeah, well, we had this terrible guy, Ike Perlmutter, kick him. And, uh, yeah, I'm far more evolved and socially conscious than Perlmutter is. So I said, let's make Black Panther. Like, it's just such an easy thing to say. And I don't know, maybe Bob Iger is a paragon of, you know, leading the way in diversity. 
Or maybe he's just doing something that makes him look good and they know helps him make money. Right. I mean, playing devil's advocate, doesn't that kind of um, go up against uh, Feige's previous comments about how they didn't alter their plans for Black Panther or Captain Marvel? Yes, it would go against those plans. Absolutely. Someone's lying. Is Is it Bob or is it Kev? Someone's lying. It's plausible deniability. I girl be like, the ghostwriter put it in there. I never said that. <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, there's no way Kev would uh, cancel a Latino-led series, though. Especially after, after you know, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, and the works. So, And therein lies the difference between studios and television. Also, D23, D23 Disney Plus News, apparently they're going to put special features... Uh, from some of the Marvel movies, like deleted scenes and stuff, on to Disney+. Plus. I just thought that was awesome. Like, to me, that is just one more little awesome perk of Disney+. Plus. Mm. It kind of suggests they don't care about the home video market as much anymore. I mean, isn't that the only reason people buy the DVDs is for those bonus features? Definitely. But as somebody that doesn't even own a DVD player anymore, yay! I'm telling you, you guys got you guys got to start doing that because it's uh, some other uh, digital place closed down today. Flickster was that it? Um, another digital whatever movie place who closed down before? Um, Ultraviolet. So all these digital places are closing down and everyone's losing their movies. This is why I buy my movies on Apple. I was about to say, if I buy, it's a relatively large corporation. If I buy a movie, it's on Amazon. <laughs> We totally skipped over. Speaking of fake news, what about Amazon buying Sony? Oh, or was that on your list? It or was what? not. It was. I, I missed that one. You guys didn't cover it. I, I was just cribbing these things from comicbook.com. Because so. it's fake. <laughs> hmm. yeah. Sources told we got this covered that <laughs> Amazon is purchasing Sony, meaning the Spider-Man rights would uh, revert back to Marvel Studios. I think it was worse than that. I think it was a Forbes Finance website article or something that was like, Apple is going to be looking for more content, so maybe they'd want to buy a film studio, so maybe they would buy, and they listed like four film studios and Sony was one of them. And all the headlines were like, Sony is looking, Apple is looking to acquire Sony. I'm like, oh, jeez. You know damn well someone over at Sony read that and was like, well, I mean, that won't be too bad. Dude, how long does Netflix have left? Like, they're just plummeting and plummeting. They are. It's not good. Not good. One of them listened to one of Caleb's rants and said, wait, we really aren't making any money. What right. the hell? I thought we were making all sorts right? of money like and we're not. We're like, oh, wait, sell. This is bad. To be fair, Disney Plus, at the rates that they're selling stuff, are not going to make money until about 15 years from now. So, Right. They make it's it up on toys, net- though, so it doesn't matter, I guess. There, why doesn't Netflix do a package that's ad-supported $1 cheaper than Disney Plus? I mean, that's how you make money right there, right? I don't get it. I mean, everyone hates Netflix anyway, so why not just start pumping ads onto it? I really do think, this is off topic, all this cancellation thing, I think, really has hit them. 
I think they have kind of developed a reputation now. Oh, Netflix, that channel or that service that always cancels stuff I love. Like, that's actually a, a real thing. And I think it's a real PR problem for them at this point. Do you think it's a real thing or do you think you just follow a lot of accounts associated with Save Daredevil? <clears throat> save Daredevil, save Luke Cage, save the OA. Hey. But that's a good point, Adam, right? Like, you're right. right there are yeah. the Sir Dave, Save Daredevil, but there's a lot of shows that they've screwed over like that. Right. One day at a time. That was what it yeah, was called, Yeah, one day right? at a time. Or what was that one? Got picked up one somewhere else, by the way. Right. Some network I had never heard yeah. of before this. Well. Like Pip TV or something like that? But the big deal like of that, that was that? Netflix supposedly had a two-year contract with it. Or something like that. Supposedly, they couldn't go to another network because of the contract they had with whatever. With Netflix. Does Save Daredevil have their attorney on retainer looking into it? <laughs> Did you hit up Charles Soule and be like, hey, Charles, <laughs> need your opinion on Next something. Next week at Comic-Con. Like... Next week at Comic-Con. We'll hit up Charles in mass. Be like, dude, we have a lawyer task we need you to do. And he'll be like, security, please lead these ladies away. I thought of this this week, and I was talking to my parents, and my dad made this comment as, uh, Netflix is the best thing I pay for every month or something like that. And then it just clicked. I'm like, oh, no, Netflix has become the Facebook of streaming. I really, right? I mean, that was the thing with mine. I My dad was using my Netflix, and when I canceled it, he was mad at me. He was like... I've already told the right. house sitter that we have it. I have to get my own account. And I'm like, no, you really don't. She probably doesn't watch. But So what you're saying is they should start bundling CBS All Access and Netflix together? Since yeah, the well, audience. I mean, look at it. Like, Netflix <laughs> just added, like, Seinfeld, which ended in the late 90s. Like, have you guys actually watched Seinfeld? Yeah. Yes. Really? Every episode, you didn't watch. Times. I love Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. sure. I yeah, love Seinfeld. Like, just watch it. Like maybe not. Like I pretended I liked it. I don't know. Oh, it's I would a, think as a New Yorker, you'd have to love Seinfeld. I I did not like those people. No. It'll be interesting to see, you know, on Netflix what people uh, think because most of the problems on Seinfeld. Um, occur because there is no uh, cell phones involved. When it gets involved. there in 2022, we'll find out. Oh, jeez. It's not. It's going right. to go bankrupt by then. You know how much right. they had to pay for that? I'm always amazed at how um, Seinfeld, I mean, this is like, I don't mean this is a hot take, but like Seinfeld really would offend a lot of people if it was on today. Right. Like there's just certain it's, episodes yeah. where I'm like, oh, that's kind of cringy for me can't yes. imagine what Twitter would have done if this came out, you know, to, in these right. days. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's even like The Office, man. There are quite a few Office episodes that have aged terribly. What's your favorite Seinfeld episode? Uh, the Marine Biologist is the hardest I've ever laughed the at a me- TV show. Is it my... Uh... <laughs> when George started, the sea was angry that day. Yeah. I just, I literally, yeah. I cannot breathe. I laugh so hard. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. The uh, what is, I don't even remember what it's called when they have the uh, 
the sex bed or whatever. Oh, or the not contest. even the sex bed. The, yes, the contest. The contest. That's, I think that's one of the most brilliantly written TV show yeah. episodes of all time. And then what, the best part of that whole one is when Kramer just walks in, slaps the money on the desk and goes, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. I also, one of my fa- other favorite lines is when Jerry gets caught by his parents making out in Schindler's List. Oh, just, yes. just his mom going, Jerry, you can't make out in Schindler's List. <laughs> one of the one of the better lines in the history of television, right? All right, <laughs> next bit of news. Uh, apparently, Mahershala Ali or Mahershala Ali. I'm gonna get that right someday. Mahershala Ali uh, turned down Commissioner Gordon to be Blade. Wait, was that from a reputable source? Uh, Jeff Snyder, I believe. So, that's interesting. I mean, first of all, yay Marvel, DC sucks. Sorry, I had to get that out of my system. Um, it also suggests, we've talked about why do you cast so early for Blade if you're not going to make it, and then, well, maybe they're putting him in something earlier. I mean, this would make you think that there's going to be some kind of overlap for something he would do for Blade and with the filming of the soon-to-be-filmed Batman movie. Is that crazy to say? Or um, Marvel simply said, hey, you know what? We will give you at least three movies if you sign right now, whereas Warner can guarantee maybe a movie. (laughs) Right? Um but I mean, that's the thing. Are they put? Is, is Kev putting together Midnight Suns or something? There's Blade. There's Ghost Rider. There's uh, Moon Knight. I, I understand people don't like Midnight Suns as a name anymore. Um, but could they be doing something? Like, is that a multiverse of madness thing? Um, that'd be dope. I mean, particularly, I could see it'd be really cool if they introduced some of it in Doctor Strange two, and then Derrickson directly went to filming a Disney plus miniseries. Like that would be great. That would be great. Also quick DC news desk topic after Aquaman and Shazam and seeing that suicide squad cast in the Batman casting news this week. I have, they're, they're doing, they're doing not bad at the moment. Right. Um, Oh, I'm still, I mean, they still got, well, I still think that like Batman's going to fall apart. I don't want that. it to, but I just don't. Why? Because of Battenson or what? I there's no. I mean, they had I, what I thought were good building blocks to make things work with Affleck, and then it just fell apart. You know, like that whole thing was just a mess. But now they have Battenson and Jeffrey Wright and Jonah Friggin' Hill. Jeffrey Wright, I'm excited about. Jonah Hill is. Eh. Can't ever keep him and Zach Galifianakis straight. I can't remember which one's which. Dude, so. what? Superbad is probably one of the best movies I've ever I seen. I that problem too, Caleb. I saw that and I was See? like, why do they have the name Jonah Hill in front of Zach Galifianakis? <laughs> do you really mix them up? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm horrible with names in the first place. Jeez. Now you're now you're doing an Ike Perlmutter and type honestly, thing. Honestly, people look the same. Seth Rogen is not very far off as a third in that group. I, yeah. Well, 
It's it's a Pokemon evolution. <laughs> you start as Seth Rogen and then you become Jonah Hill and then you become Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis. No, yes. seriously, if you played a game with me, like a game show, where you gave me those three actors' names and then you named movies they were in, like Green Hornet. One of the three was him. I don't know. The Hangover. I don't know. One of the three of them was in it. I could not tell you which of the three of those guys were in those movies. Fair enough. To make it even harder, Rogan and Jonah Hill are in a lot of movies together. Some movies. Hmm. We have really strayed. We, we, have. we have. I don't even know what we're talking we about anymore. I, I have feel like we've moved on to news. the main topic already. but Angelina Jolie has blonde hair. In Eternals. Yay. That's the only other thing that was remotely newsworthy that I found this week. Wow. <laughs> no, I don't... Why isn't anyone diving into the... Uh, what those pictures captured her doing? It's all about the blonde wig and no one's even caring that she's spreading someone's ashes. Is that what she's doing? I just thought she was... Yeah, that's what uh, that's what the photographer said or whatever in the... Uh, what was it? The Daily Mail or something like that? Spreading ashes. Oh. It's kind of hard to spread someone's ashes if they're eternal. Ooh. Right. Kit Harrington gets killed, confirmed. Let's go on to our main topic. So uh, we asked for topics, and you wonderful people on Twitter helped us. Uh, Matt Turner Toad. I think it's just Matt Turner, but that's his handle on Twitter. Uh, had a good suggestion. We're getting more and more characters in the MCU now. Uh, we're seeing kind of an explosion of new characters coming in. And so the question was, uh, what team-ups would you like to see? We know, of course, uh, Thor and Hulk teamed up in Ragnarok, and lots of people enjoyed that. Um, we had Cap and Black Widow and Winter Soldier. So Marvel's been kind of doing this for a while. We do know that Scarlet Witch is going to be with Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. But uh, I put it to you guys. What actors, particularly which new characters are coming in, are you excited about seeing share screen time? Ghost Rider and Hellstrom. <laughs> That's right. I'm like, we've touched on this subject a bit already. That is a difficult question. Um... I mean, there's some team-ups that we already knew it looks like they're building towards. Like, maybe having our ladies come together. Um I mean, because we don't have any news on where we're going to see Captain Marvel again. And do you guys really think we're not going to see her until 2022, 2023? Where do you think she could show up again? Guardians? Guardians, probably, but that would be 20... That'd be 2022 still, right? Yeah. 25. But I... And that's the other thing. There's, like, no rhyme or rhythm to uh, what they're doing, right? Because WandaVision has Jimmy Woo... And, uh, <laughs> Darcy. Oh my gosh, Valkyrie's yeah. going to be looking for her queen. What if Captain Marvel is Valkyrie's queen? It will make certain corners of Twitter so excited and certain corners of Twitter so angry. Right. It would be kind of fun, yeah. actually. At this point, I just like, I, I live off the the, 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 the the tears of the trolls, you know, it's, it's sustenance Adam, for me. Adam, could you get around sources say... That Captain Marvel, that Carol Danvers will be Valkyrie's queen. Yes, I will uh, fake confirm it with a second source and we'll have it out here shortly. Awesome. <laughs> I love starting rumors. 
in all seriousness, I think those are two actresses people would love to see together and stuff, though. Like, to see Tessa Thompson and Brie Larson share some screen time, I think would be exciting to a lot of people. Yeah, even in a platonic variety. In a platonic variety. I would have said Moon Knight and Spidey would have been dope as hell. Um, so now maybe, like, Moon Knight and um, anyone? I totally, I want to see Shang-Chi punch Fen Fang Foom in the face so bad. But obviously we we don't know that's going to happen. Shang-Chi and Moon Knight, why not? Or Shang-Chi and, um, who'd be a good fit for Shang-Chi? We still don't know who Aquafina's playing either, right? Yeah, she could be calling Wing, right? Look at that. Look at that. Moon Knight and Blade. I can't remember. I can't believe I forgot that. Yeah, hell yeah, Moon Knight and Blade. Um, I am to- For the record, I still want to see Keanu as Moon Knight, right? But I am slowly warming up to the Charles Murphy Church of Shia LaBeouf. Or Shia LaBeef, as Michael Scott would say. Um, Shia LaBeouf in the MCU is a bit like Antonio Brown on the New England Patriots. It's just a bad idea. Let's not do that. I, I don't know. People's, I don't know. There's the there's the stigma around. He was excellent in Peanut Butter Falcon. Is that a snack food? What, what are you talking about? Oh, that's a movie. Watch it. Peanut Butter Falcon. It's a, it's a legit movie. Him and uh, Dakota Johnson. Okay. The Fifty Shades person. Is that Dakota Johnson? I think it is. Um, I don't know. I'm warming up to that. Moon Knight and Blade would be awesome. Doctor Strange and um, Doctor Strange and Ghost Rider would be dope as well. See, we've talked about this before in my in a. I think when we were like trying to come up with film pitches, I really want to see Doctor Strange and Doctor Doom in a movie together. I just think that part of Doom is so interesting. The idea. Like, you would have two men of science that have then, like, brought themselves to exploring mystical things. And I think that's just really rich for storytelling. And it's kind of interesting that I think they have similar journeys on that stuff, but Doom would use it in a totally different way than Strange. They both are kind of arrogant. I just... I don't know. I feel like we've seen a lot of the traditional Doctor Doom Fantastic Four stuff. And delving into, like, his history and his uh, roots. Uh, His mother is Romani, I think. And, you know, gets him into magic. And the idea that him and Strange would, like, be these two arrogant jerks that, you know, show off their magic, I think would be really fun. Very interesting. That would be a lot of fun. Moon Knight and Winter Soldier. Speaking of good actors, Sebastian Stan would kill it as Mark Spector. I think he's already kind of taking a taking a spot there. Nah, they're just going to start recycling uh, actors. Chris Evans as Mark Spector. I could see though; it, it would make some sense that Winter Soldier would have a like, because he knows what it's like to not totally be like control of his his mental faculties. Like, I could see him having a soft spot for Moon Knight and wanting to like help him process his stuff. You know. I I to I guess I totally I have no idea where to start thinking about how they're going to outlay this Moon Knight show, man. Are they gonna dive into the just bad craziness, or are they gonna make him a caped crusader type person? 
with moon moon orangs and we just end up with the marble mental hospital like winter soldier goes in for a little while moon night everybody goes to therapy it'll be like that bad episode of iron fist we've said this before i I do think they're gonna have to do moon night in a way that does not feel like a rehash of legion at all yeah like i think a lot of things that legion did you could have done with moon knight and it would just feel samey at this point like the whole disorienting you by like showing you things from different angles and perspectives i just think that might be a little difficult Mm. uh you could do it just don't make it as trippy i think there's a lot of other ways to do that disorienting camera stuff without yeah just like wear a gopro and have the dude sweat a lot or something i don't know i also i don't think you need it from specter's point of view i think i think there's enough interesting stuff seeing him travel in this world without having to be in his mind i kind of like the idea of the different personalities of moon knight interacting with different marvel characters and they don't know that he's moon knight like one of his his personalities is, a, is an actor, I think. Stephen Grant. Right. And so Stephen Grant has got, like, She-Hulk as his, like, attorney. And he meets with her. And then he, you know, runs into, like, Clint Barton in his taxi cab. Like, the idea that he's touching the Marvel Universe in all these different places. And they're all meeting him. But they're all meeting a different version of him. I think could be a really interesting Easter eggy way to kind of, like, go about things that could be kind of interest just a fun oh way my to, gosh. to proceed with it like with that we could start meeting him like now and not even recognize it what if they cast him and they don't tell right. anybody and then he like pops up in like three or four different disney plus shows yeah. and people are like man they keep using that same actor yeah. as like a taxi driver and as an extra on a movie <gasps> wait a minute like oh that would be rob so morgan good. rob morgan what are you saying rob morgan <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you get one of those characters, like, whichever one of you shared that, um, uh, it, Caleb, you shared What's-His-Face, like, morphing into different characters without, like, really changing. Oh, yeah, Bill, Bill Hader, Hader, like, yeah. turning in, they made Bill Hader look like... Tom Cruise. Um, and... Tom Cruise, and then they made him look like either Seth Rogen or Zach Galifianakis or whoever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but, like, no makeup, nothing. It was just, like, his expressions and all that. I mean, I feel like there are enough actors out there that could pull it off, that, like, you see them as a taxi driver. I mean, it could be more than just, like, a bit part, but you're not even reminded of that character when you see them again as a banker. That would be fun. Yeah, it would definitely make for a fun reveal on, like, the Moon Knight show. It would be, that'd be a blast. The reveal would have to be, like, in one of the other shows or another movie. And then we're like, oh, crap, that guy's Moon Knight. Because you couldn't do the press tour without knowing who the star is. So I think we've all answered the team of question would be Mark Spector and Stephen Grant and Jake Lockley <laughs> would be the ultimate team of we want to see. Um, there's been some talk about Hulk and She-Hulk. Do you feel like Mark Ruffalo needs to be in that show for it to be fun? Or is that no. just too much Leave green? her on her own. Did we ever go on a rant about, can I call them stupid idiots, um, that were commenting about how, why does everything need to be She-Hulk now? Oh. Did we go on that rant? No, but yeah. It was so exhausting scrolling through. It's on the Marvel Studios uh, 
Twitter or Instagram. It's on the internet everywhere. Um, it's a common. Okay. It's like a common thing though that people hear She Hulk and they just think it's a made up character. Like, um, there's a good podcast out of Australia uh, called Do Go On, and they just do like book reports on random subjects and make jokes about it as they read the report, and the other people get them to go on. You know, they go, "Oh, do go on." Anyways, they did a whole one on Marvel characters and somebody mentioned that they created She-Hulk and one of the people on that podcast just broke up laughing. They're like, that's got to be fake. And they're like, no, She-Hulk is a real character. So I think it's just kind of the name too that throws people off. Yeah. Right. I mean, they have all sorts of opportunities. I feel like Jessica Jones and Captain Marvel and Spider-Woman and She-Hulk, like I feel like all those characters kind of are like, I don't know. Don't they get brunched together in Soho or something in the comic books? Like, I feel like there's a lot of opportunity for like girl power chat stuff to go on. But they're not. I mean, but we don't have Jessica Jones. I think our girl power is more likely in the cosmos. New Gamora and Captain Marvel and Valkyrie and Jane Foster. Oh, for yeah, Jane oh, Foster. Jane Foster for Jane Foster. That's right, Natalie Portman is coming back. Yay. Yay. Caleb's the one person that I'm doesn't like that. I'm not excited about it either. <laughs> if she shows up, if she doesn't just like mail in her performance, I'll, I'm, I'll be ecstatic. But I just got the feeling she didn't really like being there. I don't need another Gwyneth Paltrow in these movies. Exactly. Was I in that? Am yes, I in Yes, Gwyneth, it? you were in that. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm in those movies. Who knows? Is that Gwyneth Paltrow voice? Yeah. I might goop. It's like really expensive crap that you put on your face and you're going to believe it works because I tell you it works. That's what's going to happen. I read the best goop article this week, but that's a side story. (laughs) Wait, is goop an actual face thing? I thought it was just like a brand or something. They sell face cream, don't they? face cream products, yeah. There's... People actually buy face cream that's called goop? (laughs) Yes. What the hell? They think I, it'll oh, make them no. look like Gwyneth I didn't know Paltrow. it was an actual thing. And they have they sell brushes, and they I think they say sell healing crystals. And there's a there's a I don't remember where it was, but there's an article, and it was like this journalist like they let her go buy as much goop as she could as she wanted, and like use it. And it was hilarious. I don't remember enough to share the hilarity, but it was hilarious. I saw a thing, too, where they did, like, a goop weekend, and everybody was disappointed because, like, Paltrow showed up for, like, 45 minutes of the, like, $10,000 weekend that was advertised as, like, your chance to be with Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. She was too busy filming Marvel movies she didn't know she was in. I dream of being that detached from reality someday (laughs) where I just don't remember what I've done for weeks on end. Speaking of detached, we're a little detached from the topic. Uh, The other one I came up with when I was thinking about this today, um, now that the X-Men are around, I really want to see Storm in a Black Panther movie. You gotta. It's it's gotta. And I think it would be a cool way to introduce, because I think most Storm fans would say... She's really been criminally underused in the movies. So introduce her this way. Let her be a major piece of Black Panther 3. 
and let her stand as her own character, have her own elements, stand toe-to-toe with T'Challa, let Storm be Storm, and then she can join the X-Men. You know, like, I do not need her in another ensemble movie where she's the character with the six most dialogue lines. You know, like, we do not need to let her be second fiddle to Wolverine and Cyclops one more time. And so that would be awesome to me that we have the opportunity to see Storm show up in a in a Black Panther movie now. Someone just said no in the I chat. I think that's Michael, Michael T. Ford. That's interesting. Somebody. Is he not a Storm Black Panther person? I've not heard him speak on this subject. I, I know he has feelings. Oh, oh really? Yes. I know he has feelings. Adam, is he sharing his feelings? Um, other than no, no, not really. Not yet. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's, I guess I just don't want the X-Men to be introduced with Wolverine and Cyclops and Jean Grey. Cause if there's another damn movie where it's like this love triangle, and I'm so exhausted. Um, well, but I like the idea of the X-Men being sprinkled throughout a bunch of movies through the next couple of phases. And then when we get an right. X-Men movie, it's like Professor X sees a big catastrophe coming and he recruits these people who are known in the superhero community already and brings them together almost like a super team. To me, that's more exciting he, than putting them together. Does he call it the you know. X Initiative? And... <laughs> the X Initiative. <laughs> it's just... I can see that he's typing out the itinerary or something on his desk and then he looks up and sees his name plate. Yeah. And then backspaces yeah, the mutant yeah. man and X. puts it. Professor X is just Samuel L. Jackson without an iPad. <laughs> and he's like, Cyclops. An idea was had to put together some extraordinary individuals. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, you guys are turning my idea into a bad idea so fast. <laughs> I think you did that yourself, man. stole that idea from somewhere else. I can't figure out where. <laughs> I have no idea where, but it just sounds familiar. I think another thing, I mean, it would be real cool. Adam, would you enjoy seeing like Silver Surfer introduced via a um, Hell like yeah. Guardians movie instead of a Fantastic Four oh, deal or whatever? I don't give a damn. Yeah, Silver introduced Silver Surfer in his own movie as one uh, reputable website um, reported on. I don't care. I, I, am, I am not sure... Um, yeah, he couldn't disagree more with you, Caleb. I would love to hear that debate. Um, but I would, uh... I just thought, I don't know enough about them. I, if Michael T. Ford thinks it's a bad idea, I'm sure it is. I just... Just, um, uh, any cosmic character, man. Give me, if... I would watch... I would watch Ant-Man of the Wasp 3 if it had Silver Surfer in it. Um, Silver Surfer, Better A Bill of Nova, both Rich or Sam gladiator uh, the imperial guard if they did like a imperial guard and star jammers movie um as the first x-men based property that would be the best thing they could ever do it would be so incredible oh um as i look at my taskmaster marvel legends on my desk we totally missed that black widow rap this week i did yeah yes all right it wrapped or some people started to rap um yeah. Uh but yeah, Silver Surfer man, hell yeah. Give uh give me a Silver Surfer movie. So this one just struck me. She Hulk and Deadpool in a like fourth wall breaking 
what is it, fifth wall breaking? Like, they're both breaking the fourth wall, and then they start talking to each other about breaking the fourth wall? I think that could be really funny. Has no one mentioned She-Hulk and Matt Murdock yet? I mean, they would have to want to see it. And I'd want to see it if Daredevil came back. But I don't want to reboot Daredevil just for that. That's what the MCU hasn't had. It hasn't had a good old Law and Order procedural hat, right? Just uh, Criminal Case of the Week. Starring Charlie Cox and Eldon Henson and She-Hulk. Jerry Hogarth. She-Hulk just punches Jerry right through a wall because she's so annoyed with her. Right. Well, and Adam, I'm surprised you didn't mention the Shang-Chi Iron Fist thing. I mean, if we're going to bring Netflix people in, it's... Yeah, but I just didn't want to... I didn't want to be that guy where he just brings up Iron Fist the whole time. Hell yeah, I'll have team Iron Fist up with everyone. Iron Fist, Silver Surfer. Iron Fist, Jane Foster Thor. Iron Fist, She-Hulk. Iron Fist... Um, who did I miss? Uh, Moon Knight, Iron Fist, Blade, Iron Fist, Miss Marvel, Iron Fist, Iron Fist Valkyrie, um, Iron Fist Thor. Fist, yep, Iron <laughs> Fist, Kevin Feige. Um, so this one's a little more far afield. Um, one of my favorite pieces of Civil War is uh, the comic book is the interaction between Captain America and Punisher. The idea that Cap and Punisher are very similar kind of guys that just served in very different wars that kind of did very different things to them. Uh, Obviously, in the comics, they keep Punisher as a Vietnam guy, so that kind of changes that a bit. But I think we could still do it. Like, seeing, um, like, Steve Rogers, like, old man Steve Rogers, almost ride along, like, Clint Eastwood style with, like, the Punisher, and them to have this, like, conversation about what they do and violence, and, like, that, even that same sort of philosophical thing that Daredevil and Punisher do about when is it vigilantism and when is it just justice, like, I would totally love, like, a as a sequel to like Falcon and winter soldier, bring in Punisher and add that element. I think it could be really interesting to see those soldiers together. You want to see, you want to see that storyline again about them debating on what's vigilanteism and not. So, okay. If you two have the time, watch emergence on ABC. And I loved it solely for the fact that not a single damn character questioned they were in the midst of a government conspiracy right out of the gate. <laughs> they're all like, oh, this is like a conspiracy. They all, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they all look at each other and they're like, yeah, I don't think this is right. And they're like, yeah, sounds about right. So they get that out of the way right away in the first episode. And I'm like, this is the best TV show I ever watched. We don't have to watch, you know, are they bad people? Are they good people? What's what's going on? It's uh, right away. And I'm like, wow. Also, uh, Misty Knight and Luke Cage both have TV shows they're starring in now on network TV. Yeah. Well, um, All Rise, that has Misty Knight in it. It also has Wilson Bethel, who was Bullseye. Yep. And one of the Arrowverse people you guys don't care about. Exactly. I care about everybody, Adam. I just don't care to watch them on TV. (laughs) Just varying lengths. It just, man, I would have killed for a Daughters of the Dragon spinoff. I mean, you see Jessica Henwick just finished, like, in a crazy hike yeah. on Instagram. She went off grid for, like, Where all was summer it? and Cause finished it wasn't, this massive it hike. it wasn't the Camino. I don't know. It was something else. 
I saw that she was starting it. I didn't see that she finished it. She did finish it. And that there proved she deserves her own show. I mean, it's pretty unanimous. She was the best part of Iron Fist, right? Besides Ward Meacham. Yeah, besides, besides Ward Meacham. But that's that's we need Pelfrey to find a good juicy role. Pelfrey. I don't know why I just thought Mark Spector. Pelfrey is Mark Spector. Why not? Could Pelfrey play Magneto? Uh, no, because um, the sole fact that uh, once a trade runs, Iron Fist star cast as Magneto, everyone would riot and boycott everything. I don't know. I don't know why that just struck me that way. But uh, I, I would take Pelfrey back anyway. in whatever role, as long as he gets to give somebody the finger. Oh, that's so, so brilliant. I love Pelfrey so much. <laughs> Dude, when, when he did it at the AA meeting, it's like, <laughs> oh my so gosh, great. you can't be a worse human being. Like, but he did it so well, you can kind of appreciate why he's doing this completely inappropriate thing. <laughs> that X-Men rumor stuff was during our little hiatus, wasn't oh, it? Oh, that's the, right, uh, yeah. Professor X Magneto The stuff. idea that they might hire a pers- people of color to be Magneto and Professor Dude, X. Dude, like, is right. that even, like, how is that even news? They might hire a person of color to do anything. I mean, they've gender swapped, they've color swapped, they've, they've done so many things. Like, how is that even news? Well, I mean, that's what I, I tweeted about this yesterday. Like, at some point, even if you're, a, like, I don't know, even if you're some kind of monster that, like, hates this stuff and, oh, it's destroying white culture or whatever bizarre, like, at some point, wouldn't you just get exhausted of protesting? Like, at some point, don't you just get tired and realize, oh, there was a culture war and I have lost it? Like, I don't know, go build your cabin out in the wood and eat MREs for the rest of your life and wait for the apocalypse, you you know, jerk face. Don't you have to, uh, don't you have to have a soul to get tired? (laughs) Oh, Mike says unsubstantiated sources. So the same stuff. Um, I mean, that's the type of thing they would cast those people, and people would be like, "Oh, the X Men have never been about race relations." Oh my god! <laughs> right? Whatever. Like, yeah, yeah dude. okay, dude. The next best thing would be for them to get. Well, I guess they already did get a gay actor to be Magneto, but you know, like, you know, getting um, LGBTQ people to be X Men, they'd be like, "What? The X Men have never been an analogy for the LGBTQ experience." Right. It's just too bad that all that stuff that the Brian Singer movies were made by Brian Singer. Right? Because I'm like, well, yeah, the Singer movies were, oh, Brian Singer. <laughs> right. Oh, no, I just said his name. <laughs> Don't say it three times in a row, though. He appears like Beetlejuice. So um, did we do all of our team-up ideas? Yeah, I was going to, no, I was just going to mention a totally stupid, um, Amazon's coming out with a smart oven that is an air fryer, microwave, and convection oven in one. So they have zero money to buy Sony. I thought I should just fact check myself. But they're going to have um, all the earlier. money when people are... Wait, don't those things already exist? Buy. Yeah, but this is all in one. Yeah, I know microwaves, convection, ovens, and air fryers all exist. But like... As someone who doesn't know what all that stuff is, I just, I'm afraid it would blow up in my apartment. On the other hand, I don't have any of them in my apartment, so, like, maybe I should just wait. I mean, I'm not planning to buy any of them, but... No, you need a 3D printer. 
Like, I'm serious about this. Why? If You can't cook food with a 3D yeah, printer. Yeah, if we have 3D printers, how long is it before we get the Jetson well, machine? Where you just push a food, and they just put together the right molecules, and you get chicken parmesan 3D printed. But I'm going to wait for that 3D printer. I'm not going to buy one right now that can only handle plastic. No, granted. I'm just saying... I'm just saying 3D printing should make the, the Jeff... The Jeffersons. Not the Jeffersons. The Jetsons. <laughs> it should make the Jetsons food machine possible. I just don't understand why it's not possible. Can we not put together organic material with 3D printers? Caleb just did like a real life, one of those expanding brain memes. Caleb's thinking all next level. If I got a 3D printer, I'd print stupid. Like Funko Pops and Lego. Anyways, yeah, I guess I didn't even think about it, and I even got a head start on Korg and Iron Fist. How about that? Uh, I, we do need more Korg just interacting generally. Like a Disney Plus series, it was just like four-minute shorts. It's like Korg meets the MCU would be so good. Um, Have you seen the 3D printed pizza? They say in the uh, comments. Oh, this is a real thing. I'm telling you, the Jetsons. Apparently. It's around the corner, man. Who's cleaning out those marinara sauce nozzles? But it's not. It's just molecules that turn into marinara sauce when you shoot them onto your printed food. What happens if I eat the... These molecules come in, like, this tube? Or what? I don't know. Here's the thing. I don't know how 3D printing works. I just think that it should work like the Jetsons food machine. That's all I'm saying. All right, if you enjoyed this at all, uh, feel free to shoot us your team-up ideas. That'd be a great thing for social media. We'll try to read them off next week in our mailbag, which is where we're at now. W- Love Waffle, last week we talked about rebooting uh, the MCU, p- potentially. He thought uh, the worst idea ever would be a Marvel Cinematic Universe Ultimate Universe, remaking the older movies. Uh, he just thinks it's a bad idea. Dave thinks that it's not such a bad idea and Love Waffle still thinks it's a bad idea. So that's uh, the website. Do we have any tweets or anything, guys? Uh, live chat, Adam. Did Michael T. Ford ever explain why I'm wrong about Storm? As I'm sure I am. Um, no, he just said no with bunches of okay. O's. Um, couldn't disagree with you more. Yeah, Caleb. yeah. So yeah, that's about par for the course. Um, the Defenders reimagined as a law show. Um, 3D printed pizza. Um, I think it'd be fun to see Deadpool team up with Frank Castle. That would be awesome. That would be amazing. And that does bring up another good point. I mean, we're definitely never, ever getting the Punisher in a movie, right? Unless MCU Black Label exists or something. People always say this. There's plenty of PG-13 rated Punisher comics. Like, I don't know why you couldn't do that. Yeah, but they all have the parental advisory thing on them. No, no, there's, no, there's lots like of comics that are just Punisher yeah. comics. What kids' comics have Punisher? Punisher was in Spider-Man the Animated Series, for crying out loud. Yeah, I mean, but that was a much more He shoots movie. people. You can shoot people in every movie. They shoot people all... all. Punisher shoots is, people. What is rated R I about mean, that? Uh, you know what's rated R is that scream. That's what I'm most concerned about. How are we not going to get the roar or whatever he does? Yeah. True. Um, I miss him. That's about it. What if the uh, creative differences was the degree of connectedness with the rest of the studio's MCU for Ghost Rider? So, like, who who wouldn't want that? Hulu? 
Uh, I don't know. No, maybe maybe he meant that they were trying to make it. I mean, even if they tried making it not connected from Agents of Shield, that would make it even less connected to the overall. Oh, so like maybe Hulu wanted it, and Loeb was like, "No, it can stand on its own." It's not even six degrees of Kevin Bacon anymore. It's six degrees of it's all connected. Awesome. Thanks for listening to the show, guys. We really appreciate you uh, listening. Thanks for sticking with us the last week or two while our production schedule is all out of whack. Um, If you want to communicate with the show, just send us a message on our website or via Twitter. Uh, As you can see, we try to go through the mailbag each week. Send us those uh, MCU team-up ideas that you've got. Uh, That would be awesome. Uh, Thanks for supporting the show. If you'd like, you can go to patreon.com and support us financially. That really helps us you know, pay for the website and production and hosting the pod and all that kind of stuff that we do. Um, and thanks for listening. Tell your friends, give us a good review on iTunes. That helps other people see the show. I uh, appreciate all that stuff and we'll see you guys next week.